You're listening to a Countout Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is none other than Zach Speedball Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good today. Uh, it's a bit of a late start, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm more excited for the weekend, to be honest. Yeah, I'm also excited for this weekend because we are, uh, you know what, we'll get into it later. Stay tuned and see why we're excited for this weekend, even though we probably said it like three episodes ago already. <laughs> calling us, calling past us out so much. Today, yeah, for now, though, we'll, we'll, we'll save it for the end and talk about why next week is going to be special, but... All right, the matches I brought to the table this week are, well, we have Speedball Mike Bailey taking on Konosuke Takeshita, and we have, I don't know why my mouth can't say it, like, I like my brain is saying it right, but my mouth can't actually, like, get, to, like, get, get Takeshita out. Yeah, uh, Konosuke Takeshita is a, it's a, it's a, that's a, it's a, I make it sound easier when I just said it there, but uh, the first time I said it, I, I make it sound so, I make it sound so fucking white when I say it. I sound like a Karen who's like, what's your name? Konosuke? Konosuke? I, I the, like, that's what I sound like right now, and I feel so horrible. Thing. I read his name out loud, and then Justin Roberts showed up and was just like, hey, you said that wrong. And I was just like, I did. Konosuke Takeshita. Takeshita. Konosuke Takeshita. There we go. go. Got it. All right. So, we got we got that match. And then we also have, I also brought to the table, Ali Catch and Effie, better known as Bussy, taking on the team of The Runway, which is uh, Calvin Couture and Tyler Klein from Enjoy Wrestling in the Enjoy Wrestling Tag Team Cup. Yeah. Zach, what match did you bring to the table this week? So I brought Jesse Alabon versus Mila Moore at Coastal Championship Wrestling Bash at the Brew 17. Nice. I'm excited for this one. I am quite excited myself. Uh, I mean, there's a very obvious match on here, which is probably going to blow my probably blew my socks off and yours as well. But we'll get to that elephant in the room when we get to there. Yes, we will talk about that when we when we get like you said. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Or uh, cross but- that sea. Crossed A. There we go. Uh, But first off, we are going to be talking about Bussy versus the Runway from Enjoy Wrestling. What, Zach, what did you think about this match? I thought that it was, this is a entertaining match. Solid match with a good amount of entertainment value added onto it, which I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed also the fact that Enjoy Wrestling, haha, funny. Ha. Uh, put the effort to actually have a story for this match going into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being that 
Enjoy management is making Lawless defend... Hold on, you can't see it, but I'm doing the quotes. His... His. Enjoy Cup, which you stole from Lee Moriarty. Fuck mm-hmm. yourself, Lawless. Uh, in a tag tournament now instead of a singles one. So he basically recruited the runway to win the Cup on his behalf. And he's going to yes. basically be managing them. Uh, and their first round matchup is against Pussy, uh, who is the GCW tag champ, so they were a favorite going into this tournament. At the time, they were the AEW tag champs. Oh, did they lose? Oh. I think they lost them at some point. I think they still are. Not AEW, GCW tag I champs. I think they still are tag champs, I'm going to be honest. Did they lose them and then win them back? I swear to God they lost them for like a second. I pretty. I mean, I might be wrong, but like I could have sworn they still had them. To Twitter I go, the only time Twitter's fucking useful. Yeah. Well, they lost the titles like a month ago. I've been under a rock. A Dwayne Johnson, as some kids say. Anywho. <laughs> formerly GCW champions, pussy. And, uh, Lawless. <laughs> Man, they really didn't start, uh, they didn't, uh, they didn't waste any time starting this match, did they? No, they did not. They went right. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't waste any time with this match because literally, while Bussy was entering and like showing off on the ropes, uh, run, the runway and David Lawless attacked them from behind. I think Allie got beat with the with Lawless. Allie got beat with the gavel. It looked like she fucking died. She's collapsed, and I was just like, "You really just beat that woman with a wooden hammer." So this causes Allie to actually get taken to the back. So. It's just Effie, but if you know Effie, Effie's a fantastic singles competitor, so he ain't going down without a fight. Now, initially, he gets on top of the situation with a double uh, choke, uh, clothesline to the runway, and then he drop toe holds Lawless, and it looks like he's about to basically spank him with his gavel. Uh, but then the runway beat him up and give Lawless just enough time to slither away like the slime ball that he is. Like the slime ball he is. And in case you're wondering, by the way, and you're watching this match, uh, Calvin Couture is the blonde one, and Tyler Klein is the guy with the half-blonde, half-black hair. Yes. And Lawless is the guy in the suit with the wooden gavel, obviously. Lawless is the asshole on the outside who keeps interfering in this match. Yes. So, sadly uh, for Effie, after this uh, very initial burst of offense, uh, the runway very quickly take control of this match with hitting him with a heart attack they call Paris to Milan. Great name, by the way. Very good name. Uh, and after this, it's a lo- this match becomes a lot of Effie basically trying his hardest to hold out while the runway just beat him down with double team moves, applying pressure constantly. Once in a while, the ref will miss Laws beating up Effie, and Effie is just holding out, praying, and at some points even trying to go for Alley catch for a hot tag, but she's not there yet. Eventually, though, he does turn things around by grabbing them both and pulling them headfirst into each other before knocking them both down with simultaneous punches followed by a choke slam. And the crowd absolutely erupted from this because if you haven't watched Enjoy Wrestling, Effie is over like a motherfucker. The man could probably go over sliced bread if he wanted to in this promotion. Yeah, probably. So, uh, Effie then hits Calvin first with a big boot in the corner, and then he hits his leg lock DT, which I swear is called over the rainbow, but commentary never says it, so maybe I'm just I'm pretty it. sure you're correct. It's a great name, but anywho. And then goes hit Tyler with something, but instead that's what Tyler... I that's what I have in my notes, too. Excellent. Alright, I'll take that from the Effie Superfan. What? Okay. Listen, if I am a Holly Dead Superfan, you're an Eddie... You're an Effie Superfan. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Anywho, so Effie gets Tyler up on his shoulders for, to hit him with something, but he wiggers out of the fireman's carry and sets Effie up for a double-team move involving a Russian leg sweep, but when Calvin runs the ropes, he tries to hit Effie with said move. Effie moves out of the way and causes Calvin to knee Tyler in the chest. This Seems this this little two-on-one that we've had for a while uh, was actually pretty good, I think. Yeah, Runway did a good job of playing up to the crowd as well as having a good amount of very tag-team maneuvers, not like the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Effie's comeback was really solid. Mm-hmm. After uh, this miscommunication, speaking of Effie's comeback, Effie then wipes Calvin out with a spear, but he's too tired to get to his feet. And back from the motherfucking dead, or I guess you could call it, uh, what's the word here I'm looking for here? A bail, off of bail from the lawman beating her with his gavel, comes Ally Catch from the back. The, not all, I like how she didn't come out until Effie was in the middle of the ring and was like, Allie! Yeah. <laughs> He was like on his hands and he's like crawling to the corner where she should, where she, where she would be. Mm. But he was just like, Allie! And she just like ran out like, fuck, mm. my partner needs me. Comes out, hot tag, crowd erupts. Allie plants Tyler into the mat uh, by using the ropes to sit on Tyler's chest. Hits a running splash on Calvin in the corner. Back elbows Tyler in the face. Gets a hip attack into, I believe it was Calvin's face. And then finally a double Northern Lights suplex to both members of the runway, knocking them both down. Effie gets back up on the apron at this point, and Allie tags him in. And then get this fun spot here where basically Calvin tries to sunset flip Effie, and Allie tries to sunset flip Tyler, but neither is really successful, but they are successful at pulling the other one's tights down over their ass. Yep. So now with two full moons out, Effie So we had, Allie... yeah, we had a- Allie Catch pulled down uh, Klein's pants, right? Yep. And um, <laughs> Kotor pulled down Effie's pants. So yeah. he just had two asses just straight out, which was... Uh, Basically, exactly what you'd expect from a nephew match. Yeah, uh, they both smack and a bussy match. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, accurate. Uh, so then they both the people below them smack the hands or get their hands smacked off by the people up top. They both go to sit on the other person below them. Effie's successful because this is his thing. Uh, <laughs> Tyler is not. No, no. Tyler uh, lands right on his on his tailbone. Yep. Um, I like the way commentary described it as it being like, Allie knows it's part of Effie's arsenal, so she knew exactly what was coming to dodge out of the way in time. The two then, then Bussy hits the two gay power trip. <laughs> Fucking. I died, I, I died of laughter a little bit from this when I heard this. I was like, what the fuck? Which is, in case you don't know what the two man power trip is, a pedigree from Effie and a stunner from Allie. Yes. But somehow the runway kicks out. Shockingly enough. So, Effie looks like they're going to go for, like, a Doomsday device, potentially using his finisher, the Sack Rider, which is, if you've seen Sack Rider, it's his Rough Rider, just Effie. Mm-hmm. Effie'd, Effie'd up, yeah. But Tyler holds on to Effie's leg as he's climbing to the top rope, which lets Calvin get out of Ali's hold and throw her out of the ring. Calvin when, he goes for the, when he goes for the Sack Rider and he just goes, like, straight over him, I was like, holy shit, he got up there. Yeah, I don't think it was this yet. I think we're getting there. Oh, did he try it again? I, yeah, he tried it twice, because... Because he, I thought he was going to go for it. Anywho, well, you'll know when I get to it. Watch. Gotcha. So, Calvin then launches Effie across the ring. Like, he just straight up grabs him off the top rope and throws him over the to the other side. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to do the simple thing, right? Yeah. Now, speaking of simple things, uh, Lawless is the, uh, the opposite of it. Because, basically, while the ref is distracted with run, the runway now beating up Effie, he's on the outside pulling out some fucking rope like some old-fashioned <laughs> villain and is just tying up Allie in the most unconventional looking not to like the ring itself and you see him keep doing this and you're like you just tied her up <laughs> fair i guess like he's fucking dick dastardly 
Exactly. And meanwhile, back in the ring, the room we are now celebrating stopping Bussy from winning the match. So then they I get guess double- he is lawless, right? Yep. And <laughs> true. I didn't even think about that. The irony of the guy whose last name is Lawless being like, I... Being a lawyer? Yeah, the lawyer enforcing the law on his time. So the, the runway are celebrating. They don't see if to go to the top or the middle rope. They get double blockbustered. He then goes for the sack rider, but Tyler throws him onto his face near the ropes. Uh, this looked like it was painful for Effie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it looked good. Uh, as Mikey was saying before, he he got a lot of height. Yeah, he got up there, up there. And he landed kind of awkwardly, too, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully for Effie, though, he didn't have to do, endure much more at this match because it is during this moment that Lawless then sneakily clocks him in the side of the face with his gavel. Bonk. Calvin rules Effie's up after being bonked, pulls his tights up, and sends him back to Horny Jail by getting the win for the runway. Sends <laughs> him back to Horny Jail. <laughs> Uh, I was actually surprised that the runway won this. I like I like how I can we can we from now on call Bussy losing getting sent back to Horny Jail. Yeah. <laughs> they always lose by kissing people. Might as well. It's true. It's their it, they they have come out and said canonically it is their one weakness. Just send them back to Horny Jail. Done. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I thought this was a good match. The, it was a simple but effective story. With a very hot crowd and two great commentators. Agree. A great uh, commentary and enjoy, always. I love me some Veda Scott. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I consistently love her commentary. Yep. Uh, overall, I think I might have given this match maybe a meh on its own if the crowd wasn't there and all the story wasn't built in there. But with everything, I'll give it a high meh. Yeah, same here. A, it was a I'm solid, solid matchup. Solid matchup. Uh, a lot of cool double team spots. A lot of cool spots with Effie making you come back on the two on one. Alley catch running in and like being like, "I'm not injured," and just, like coming in for the fight with the double Northern Lights was sick. Uh, some of the reversals were pretty cool in this match, and of course, Lawless just being a shithead and yeah. letting the runway get the win was so- a solid booking choice. I would imagine. I would imagine the runway are going to be able to be enjoy a lot more uh, consistently mm-hmm. than Bussy will be. Yeah. I am curious to see where this entire tournament goes, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes, for sure. Um, actually, this was a while ago it started, so I'm sure it's uh, either over or uh, has a little bit left to go. Mm. Well, uh, any Anywho, uh, what is the next match we are taking a look at? Zach, you picked this one, so why don't you give us the rundown? Yeah, we got... Jesse Elevon versus Mila Moore at, C- at CCW, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do that, uh, let's take a quick commercial break. Yeah. So, Elevon, Moore. Uh, again, another theme this week. Uh, the match doesn't immediately start off. Before this match can even kick off, uh, Jesse, the heel of this match, cuts a pretty good heel promo against Mila, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it gets derailed by the dreaded what chant, though. Yeah. Uh, Mikey and I just literally talked about this chant. We both agree. Fuck this chant. Terrible. Don't fucking bring this chant to a wrestling event. It fucking derails shit for no reason. Fuck off what chant? Done. Yep. Anywho, when the match starts, Jesse wants to shake Mila's hand. And Mila's like, oh, you know what? I'll shake your hand. And the crowd, the crowd's like on their hands and knees like begging her. Do not fucking do this. Please. She's just gonna beat you up. And, like, Mila's like, eh, I'm gonna do it anyway. And she gets poked <laughs> in the eye. <laughs> it's almost like they warned you. <laughs> like, 
sometimes the faces are a bit of are, are just a bit of a dumbass. Or they, yeah. they trust a bit too much. So then the two lock up from here, and they go into the ropes and the corner before separating, and Mila clocks Jesse in the side of the face. I guess she's pissed off about getting the uh, the poke in the eye. Yeah, I bet. I would be put, pretty pissed off, too. She puts Jesse in a side headlock that she really just can't seem to get out of, and she gets out by stomping on Mila's foot, you know, being the heel, as opposed to getting out via wrestling. She's like, fuck that, I'll just stomp on her foot so she lets go. Not a, bad, gets, not a bad idea. Yeah, well, it was bad for the stand there, though, because Mila then shoulder tackles her to the floor, and it really doesn't get better for the heel here because she goes to arm drag her, and Mila instead does it back to her twice. And this puts her in the corner, and she big boots her across the face. And, like, for a heel that was talking a lot of shit about how she was going to embarrass Mila in this match, she's kind of getting her shit kicked in. She's <laughs> getting her shit rocked. Like, from this corner, Mila throws her out, rolls over her, snaps her face to the mat. Jesse goes back to the corner, and Mila's like, well, if it worked once, it's got to work again, right? She goes for a big boot again in the corner. This time, Jesse gets away by dodging it by going onto the apron. She grabs Mila's left leg, she's now hanging over the top rope, snaps it down, pulls out that leg from underneath the bottom rope, and slams the same leg onto the apron. But she, she just keeps going after that leg. Yeah, uh, a lot of this match is dominated by Jesse, who just keeps beating the shit out of Mila's left leg. Yeah, except for the beginning where Mila was kind of in control, where she kept, like, uh, just beating down Jesse. But once Jesse got the upper hand, she was... Uh... Able could, to take 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 this match over. Uh, incoming horrible pun. She didn't have a leg to stand on. Hey, boo! Yeah, I deserve that. Um, like anyway. good one, but also boo. Good. Uh, your boos are. Speaking of boos, the whole time that Jesse's in control, they just boo and heckle the shit out of her. Boos are how you know a pun is good. Yes, but this crowd was not happy. No, no. I think my favorite part out of all this this entire spot when Jesse was basically just doing the heel thing of beating down the face was when she stood on Mila's back and used the ropes to choke her out, which looked really effective. And while what Jesse does is that with a smile on her face, she rolls she basically rolls into the ring to show off for no reason at all. Goes out of the apron and punt kicks Mila in the face as she's still laying out on the ropes. I like this. It was a good amount of personality from Jesse. And this is kind of where my one major issue with this match was, Mikey. Uh, Mila had no personality, I felt like. Yeah, that's kinda how that's kinda how I felt. She just kinda felt like the default face, right? Yeah. Like, I'm here to win this match fair and square. Give the big thumbs up, right? Like yeah. <laughs> the crowd loves her. And like I'm just sitting there, I'm like Jesse at least got a promo, but Mila has didn't say anything, and she do- and didn't say anything for the rest of this match. And I was like, "Damn, I kind of wish she had more substance to her character." But generic babyface it is for this match. Yeah, I just feel like I, I wanted more there. A hundred percent, like literally, like as I'm talking, like I'm talking about how Jesse's like smiling, going with the crowd. I'm like show- giving like good notes of her character. She gave me real Sonya Deville vibes. If you watch, you don't watch WWE. Actually, you do these days now. But back in the pandemic, when Sonya Deville was more featured, she's a bit now though on uh, WWE. She had a very good way of making you hate her by just being so smug, and Mila just gave me the same like smug energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anywho. That's enough of that for now. Uh, after this, 
I think Mila dodges uh, this another punt kick because Jesse, similar to Mila, was like, "Well, if it works for one time, it's got to work again, right?" <laughs> and it doesn't because she uh, <laughs> she dodges it and pulls Jesse through the ropes to roll her up, and again. Jesse dominates this match again after this, but there are some moments here and there where Mila makes a comeback. And additionally, she has like these moments, like I said, where she taunts the crowd or gets distracted by the crowd booing her, and you're like waiting for her to finally get her comeuppance for doing this all the time and not focusing on Mila. Mm-hmm. Finally, Mila makes her comeback after she kicks Jesse quite literally out of the ring. It takes some time to recover, and when she rolls back in, she fires off back-to-back clotheslines, neckbreaker, and then a monkey flip out of the corner. From here, she hits Mila with a. An interesting move. It was like a combination of a reverse DDT into a leg drop, basically. I like was it, though. it was cool, yeah. yeah. It was a nice move. I could see that looking uh, more devastating. That that could have some um, applications from different spots in the ring that could look mm-hmm. devastating. Unfortunately for her, though, so from here, Jesse hits Mila with a interesting looking reverse DDT into a leg drop, which looked cool. I it was sweet, it was yeah. Me. It was definitely sweet. It's got potential to look better if um it like there's less setup. I guess like it's like a smoother uh what's for transition. Yeah. Unfortunately though, Mila gets her foot on the bottom rope. Uh but and this obviously pisses off Jesse, and when they both get back to their feet, they lock up in the ropes and they just kinda refuse to let go. The ref's like, Alright, well if you're not gonna listen to me, I'll just get in between you two. Pushes them both apart, doesn't see Jesse, who li- reaches over her shoulder and pokes Mila in the eye. She then hits her finisher on Mila called the Joyride. It looks kind of cool. I actually love that. This is actually the move that I thought the leg drop DDT thing was cool. This move, however, I think has a lot of potential to be like a gifable or eye-catching finisher. Yeah. So what it is is, to give you a visualization if you're listening, she cartwheels into her opponent. As she's flipping through the air, uses that momentum to get them in an air raid crash position when she lands on her feet then spins them and slams them face-first into the mat. It's a very cool-looking move. And I think, again, very eye-catching, if made more smooth. Um, But yeah, other than that, the match was good. It's fine. Uh, I wish that Mila also sold her leg more. I'm not gonna lie. Because, like, for the majority of this match, it felt like Mila was getting her leg attacked. And she sold it sometimes by, like, getting up. But, like, I kind of wanted her to sell it more in, like, the moves... Or when she was running in the ring. I agree. A lot of yeah, a lot of the cells were just like every once in a while she'd just be like, ah, my leg. But like otherwise, like it would up. just be like completely normal. Like and normally I'd be fine with it. Like I, you know, especially with somebody so tall. Yeah, yeah. She's it's not even just that she's tall. Also, it's the fact that like literally for like three fourths of this match, it felt like Jesse was just attacking this leg, and it was as effective apparently. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. A little more selling on that leg would have uh, uh, helped me fall into this match a little more. Yeah. I guess. I hate to bring down the vibes, uh, but I'm giving this match a meh. Yeah, same here. I was, I was like, it was fine. Yeah, it was, it was okay. Nothing like super exciting. Uh, it was, it was decent, and uh, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can see them again in the future and see them both uh, at an at an improved state. You know, correct, Amundo. All right, let's get to our last match of the night, shall we? We have a speedball Mike Bailey taking on Konosuke Takahashi. <laughs> okay, here we go. Come we on. have speedball Mike Bailey taking on Konosuke Takahashi. Fuck, why can't I do it? I know it. It's ta- Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Takeshita. 
fuck, I can say it. Like, I know I can say it, but when I'm saying it in, like, a row. Speedball Mike Bailey versus Konosuke Takashita from West Coast Pro Wrestling. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, this match was fucking bananas. I, I expected <laughs> what did we expect? nothing less. It's, a, it's Mike Bailey and Konosuke. Of course this, it's going to be absolutely off the wall. This is the equivalent of walking into a Michelin star restaurant saying, I will order your signature dish and going like, this dish should be good. And you eat it, you're like, it's fucking delicious. I see why I see why it's a Michelin star dish. Yes, like, like, knowing, like going, picking a match, knowing exactly what you're going to get and then getting it is so nice. It really is. So, a slight context for any of you that want to know why this match is also so fucking good is because these two have known each other for actually six years. They've been friends for that long. They're even DDT acting champions, too. That makes sense, because Bailey did a lot of wrestling. Bailey started off, started off in Europe and Japan, yeah. I had that exact thought. I was like, ah, so this is what he did. And I was like, you know, that explains a lot of this match, because this match, you can... The very simple story, and it's that's all it needed to be, was literally these two both respect and know each other, they're friends, but that also makes this fight more dangerous for both of them, because if there's one person that knows you better than your enemy, it's your best friend. Or one of your friends, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it's literally evident at the very it's, beginning yeah, it's of this that, match. Yeah, it's that, like, these two know each other better than anybody, right? Yeah, like, star of the match. Nice, friendly handshake. Moment it ends, Bailey goes to try to get a quick kick to Kanosuke's face. Uh, they go back and forth with strikes, hold, speed, and while Bailey is keeping up with him, Takeshita does actually come out on top here with a single leg drop kick to the face. This causes him to put Bailey on the apron via suplex, but... Upon get, going to kick him in the face, Bailey ducks out of the way and pulls Takeshita's other leg out from underneath him. <laughs> and then relentlessly, as Takeshita's on the outside, recovering from this, Bailey hits his moonsault from the second turnbuckle in the ring to the outside. And he is now ruthlessly attacking Takeshita's left leg. Because as Mike Bailey knows, Takeshita's finisher is the jumping knee. His mm-hmm. signature move is that flying clothesline, which requires a lot of speed. So if you take out those knees, man... It's going to be kind of hard for you to run. Yeah. And uh, this match is really back and forth. Like, right after this, despite all this punishment that he took on the outside, Takeshita does make a comeback uh, thanks to his strikes. He runs the ropes, hits Bailey with his signature jumping lariat, which looks fucking amazing every time I see it. Would you ever imagine we'd be saying that someone was going strike for strike with Mike Bailey? Uh, only if it's in New Japan, and it's his very specific wrestlers. Other than that, one no. of them being one of them being Takeshita. Yes. I mean, I kind of want to see like Bailey versus um. Oh no, what's his name? No, I forgot his name. Hold on, I'll get this in a second. The name, the name. What's the name? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like the SpongeBob episode, or is Ishii. Like... <laughs> oh. Fuck. I want Bailey versus Ishii now. That's one person who would just like he would like do, like, his fast kicks, and mm-hmm. he would just be, like, standing there and just be like, whap, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> awesome. Anyways, if that wasn't enough, when Bailey goes to the outside to recover, Takeshita takes Bailey out with a flipping sense on over the top rope, because if you've ever seen Takeshita, he's a freak of nature who's massive, wide, and still can do shit like that. Both both of these men are freaks of nature. Have you seen the shit Mike Bailey can do? Mike, the, oh, this, match, this match was just... Two of the best, I feel like, honestly, two of the best indie wrestlers currently right now. They're definitely up there, that's for damn sure. Uh, just absolutely killing it. Mm-hmm. And showing why they're the fucking best. Like, Yeah. So, 
Once again, Mike, ba- Mike Bailey has Mike Bailey has still never disappointed me with a singular match he's ever been in. Same. And so far, neither is t- uh, t- t- Takeshita. Excellent. Uh, agreed. Uh, back to the match. Uh, Takeshita at this point. Have <laughs> you ever seen someone use power to over uh, to take control of a match? Uh, this is the equivalent of it because he power slams Bailey to the ground, sentons him off the second rope. Gets this awesome sequence where like he gets him in an octopus hold and he just rolls him up several times. And as Bailey's like just out of the last hole, he's like, "Oh, thank God!" Instantly locked in the rings of Saturn. And Bailey has to use the ropes to get out of it. So then they get to their feet, they slug it out, and in the end, Takeshita gets Bailey in a gory special submission hold, which I didn't fucking know he knew. But if you told me that this was from El Generico somehow, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Yeah, it never really occurred to me until uh. The Battle of the Belts match with him and uh, uh, Claudia, which, by the way, watch that if you ever get the chance to. How much Generico influenced his fucking offense? Because there's so much El Generico inspiration in this offense. We'll get to some of that later. Anywho, Takeshita, knowing that he can't just let Bailey go, <laughs> lets him go in the corner so Bailey, like, falls backwards, and then his chest just eats the corner. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he ends up basically, like, on top of the top ter- of the top rope now. Uh, Takeshita then slams him off uh, to the ground with a superplex, but Bailey is able to rally back here by hitting Takeshita with a signature rapid kicks. He knocks him down, hit, sets up in the corner to nail Takeshita up with, like, I think I believe it's his, like, roundhouse kick. But unexpectedly, Takeshita just full sprints at him, so Bailey has to instead mule kick him in the chest. This causes Takeshita to bend over. He goes for his ultimate weapon finisher, shooting star double knees to the back, in case you don't know, but now you know. <laughs> But he misses. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where of... that's from. That's from a song. Uh, well, Hit Row says it. Oh. Well, there you go. Know, <laughs> you know, but it's probably from a song be- before they got it. Or maybe they came up on their own. Anywho. I digress. After uh, Bailey misses this, you'd think it would stun him, but it actually doesn't. Because he quickly knocks Takeshi down. Because he's kicks. Mike Bailey. With the... He's Mike fucking Bailey. Because then he hits him with a standing corkscrew to the chest. Unreal. But isn't enough to win. So again, these two go at it, but this time it's all—it's literally all forearms. The other ones are like some kicks, maybe some chops, some punches. This is all forearms. This really feels like a blink and you'll miss it type of match. Yeah. Last time, Takeshi looks like he's won it. He goes for the blue thunder bomb. Bailey knows that he loves using it, so he counters it with a roll-up. Takeshi then consequently counters it with one of his own. They get into a stalemate between these two. That gets broken up when Bailey jumps into Takeshi and takes it to the mat with a Casadora for locking in an absolutely brutal-looking Navarro special submission hold. Mm-hmm. It's literal pure agony for Takeshi does. He's screaming in pain. He's got to bite his hand so he doesn't avoid tapping <laughs> out. That was such a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Gets to the bottom rope. He's hobbling on this crippled left leg now. I just realized now we've now had two matches where our left leg is targeted. Mm-hmm. Bailey sees this, and Bailey is like a fucking piranha with blood in the water. Like He sees this, and he's like, that left leg's mine now. It's mine kick, now, yeah. Kick, kick, kick this leg, just absolutely mercilessly kicking this leg. Uh, and eventually, target. Mike Bailey was just like target acquired. Mm-hmm. Kicks him so hard, knocks his legs from beneath him. Goes to the buzzsaw, kick to the head, but Takeshi catches his leg. In a desperate attempt to win the two, then trade strikes again for like the umpteenth time. And when Takeshi wins it, he runs the ropes. Bailey then slams him to the mat with a green tea plunge, which honestly looks like the Chad version of the Spanish Fly. I'm not gonna lie. The green tea plunge because he doesn't drink soda. No, I don't know. 
I don't know why it was called the Green Team Plunge, but it's an awesome name. I, I figured I I thought it was just a, a play on Pepsi Plunge, like CM Punk's old move. Oh yeah, probably. But I don't know. Uh, it's about as devastating as it is, though. And when Takeshi sits up, Bailey punt kicks him in the chest and mo- dump, standing moonsault double knees him in the chest. He sets up in the corner. Takeshi hobbles to his feet, eats a corner to corner spinning roundhouse kick to the side of the head. Bailey drags him to the corner. Goes for the ultimate weapon again and again to catch the counters. At this time, he catches him in mid-fucking-air and hits him with a blue thunder bomb. That was absolutely the most ridiculous counter for that I've ever seen. <laughs> but wait, there's more because Kesha follows up with a fucking halufa kick, El Generico, a poison rana, and then double running knees to the face, also known as, as I learned today, a somato. A somato. <laughs> yes. Somato. Tomato, tomato. I say somato. <laughs> Takeshi goes to cover him, though. I'm on a roll with these puns today for some reason. But Bailey, are, but barely, literally, knowing how badly hurt he was from that double knees of the face, he's already on the ropes, and Takeshi's like, oh, for fuck's sake, man, come on, I didn't even get to cover you. Because <laughs> he didn't cover him fast enough, so Bailey was just like, I'm just gonna go over here. He's like, god fucking damn it. So, Takeshi goes for his, run, his uh, jumping knee. Bailey dodges it by going to the outside, and in a series of absolutely wild events, Takeshi goes to, I assume, suicide dive after him. But Bailey sees it, hops onto the apron, so Takeshi has to baseball slide underneath the, to the outside so he doesn't run right into Bailey. And to the surprise of everyone in the match, Bailey's like, I could just hit him, but instead I'll just springboard off the ropes and hit a moonsault to the outside. How fucking ridiculously fast that spot happened was absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, I knew when I watched it. It happened oh, literally in, like... Uh, like a ha- like all of that was just like bam like know, yeah. it was just like Takeshi to dodges Bailey's on the ropes Bailey hits Moon so it was like what the so fuck good. it's like how the hell do these two just go so quickly yeah no it's they really when they step on the gas they really go for it um so after that fucking Moon Salt because <laughs> fuck you Mike Bailey I guess. The two-hour commission for a bit, and we get our first, like, breather before uh, Bailey gets into the ring and he waits for Takeshi to get on the apron. And the moment he does this, sweeps out both Takeshi's legs, gets onto the apron, double moons, double knees moonsaults right through Takeshi's chest into the apron. Takeshi looks like he is in excruciating pain. And props to them for this spot, because when Takeshi gets up, he's bent over in the corner, and it makes sense since all the wind in his lungs just exhaled out of that yeah and at this point bailey goes for the ultimate weapon again but when he goes for it Takeshi just very like quickly moves out of the way so bailey's he did the he did the samoa gel where it's just like "Eh." (laughs) he's like scooches over blasts him with a lariat bailey gets knocked over he goes again to finish his match with a jumping knee again bailey has it scouted he catches the knee the first time moves out of the way the second time to catch on the second one falls ass ass over tea kettle out of the ropes onto the outside gets onto the apron after this he and bailey both climb to the top rope and it's here that despite the chandelier several times in this match going to the business for itself and trying to sabotage these spots to catch pretty much wipes bailey out with a lariat off the top rope which sends them both crashing to the match. which looked so brutal by the way Takeshi is the first up after that absolutely brutal lariat. He goes to German suplex Bailey, and Bailey, because he knows how fucking dangerous Takeshi and his suplexes are, especially the German one, 
uh, nearly stops this by kicking both of Takeshita's legs out from underneath him. And Takeshita, with the absolute fridge of a man this guy is, just on his knees, German suplexes Bailey, Bailey overhead. This German suplex from the knees scared the absolute absolute shit out of me because it looked like fucking Bailey landed directly on the top of his skull. Yeah. It didn't it was... look like he fell right at all. Like if you looked at it, it looked like Bailey just broke his neck. It was like, oh my it looked it was it looked like he landed literally like top of his head. Oh yeah, it was a it was a it was rough to watch, but of course he just stood up and was like, all right, back to the match after that because yeah. he's Mike Bailey. Get back to the match. Back and forth counting each other's kicks. Takeshita takes Bailey down with two huge lariats to the chest. Bailey still kicks out. And finally, Takeshita drills him with the jumping knee finisher, finishes him off with a bridging German suplex, picks up the win. What a fucking war of a match. What a, This Holy. match was insane. These Holy matches were nuts. These two... Up. Wrestling. These, these two, period. There's no more yeah. that needs to be said. <laughs> these two, period. End of story. No explanation, no more. Mark out. Two of my... Uh, uh, this is why Speedball's always been one of my favorites, right? Uh, throughout this show, throughout Mikey's Indy 500, this is why Speedball's always been one of my favorites. Because Speedball always delivers. Speedball's an absolute fucking beast. And when you put him in when you put him in the ring with somebody as good as Takeshita, of course it's going to be an absolute banger. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, fucking hell. So, yeah, that was, a, that was a hell of an ending, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I, a, a, a big high-energy ending. Uh, well, with the, all that out of the way, that just leaves with a little preview for next week. But, Zach, things are a little different next week. Because, like we said before, we are excited for this weekend. Because we're going to see Garden State Pro Wrestling's Thigh Kingdom come. We are going to be there live and in person, taking a look at this new promotion their second show, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be there live to check it out. We got our tickets already, so we will be coming to you with a special episode next week describing how that was and how Garden State Pro Wrestling is doing. This card looks pretty stacked, so I'm excited for this show. Zach, what are your feelings on it? Uh, I will say an old saying that we had during the pandemic, uh, support independent wrestling. And support indie wrestling. I am 100%. I'm very excited. The card looks really really goddamn good yeah if you can't be there live definitely try to get it on fight if you can because this card is nuts like the from well, well i'm just gonna read their poster we got here we got yo 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 versus Starboy charlie black generation versus los vipers we got bussy versus mathers and lamar versus the work horseman we got sunny kiss versus kid bandit we got baliana key versus tony deppin we got titus alexander and brian keith in a open weight championship tournament uh tournament match and also in one of those matches we got alan angels taking on robert martyr two people who impressed us in the first show a lot uh we got lou fisto versus willow nightingale and of course the main event we have michael oku taking on titus alexander who is working double duty that night versus matt seidal yeah no uh there are a bunch of matches that are i'm very excited to see yeah, this one, this one's gonna be. This one seems like it's gonna be a banger, and I'm excited to go uh, check it out and see what see what see what Garden State got is bringing to the table. Because if it's anything like their first show, I think we're in for a treat. Because their that first show was awesome. Hmm. Uh. Well, that. Well, that just. Le- I guess with that out of the way, it just leaves us with the plugs. Uh. Which of course you could go subscribe to us on Patreon if you go to countout.com slash or if you go to patreon.com slash countout. 
uh, you can find our page over there. Uh, is go be go go become a member of our of our Patreon. You can get a bunch of fun, exclusive content for you, uh, and of course, the amount of content you get goes up with the tiers. Uh, and at our highest tier, you can be you can even play in a Jackbox game night once a month with us here on the Kind of Network. We just had our first one, and it was a blast. We had an awesome time. Uh, it was it was so much fun. We had so much fun playing with our fans and and each other, and it was just a great. Uh, a great time playing Jackbox. So if you want to get involved in that, join our $10 Patreon tier uh, and become a member now for that. Uh, and also our, on our $10 tier, we have our D&D Actual Play Podcast where uh, we, uh, me, Zach, me, Zach, Ryan, Knightsey, Ashley Rose, and our DM, Jared, are uh, going on an adventure with our characters, John, with our D&D characters uh, based on wrestlers, so go check the check, go check that out and become a member of the Patreon today. Uh, you can also go check out our website, canonpod.com, where we have all whatever else you need to know about this website. You, uh, whatever else you need to know about this podcast network, you can go follow us on Twitter, at CountOutPod, or you can follow Indy Waters on Twitter, at Indy Waters, and tweet at us uh, different suggestions for matches you got. Uh, anything you want us to take a look at, we'll take a look at. Uh, let Tweet at us, let us know what matches we should watch. Uh, and you can find links to all the matchups that we talk about every week on our Twitter as well. Uh, and I believe that about does it for the... Oh, go join our Discord. I always forget about the Discord. Go join the Discord. Link is, link is in the bio in the description uh, down below. So go jump in the Discord, become a member of the Canop family, and talk to everybody in the Discord. We have a fun community over there, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. Uh, and go check out all the other shows here on the Canop Network as well. Uh, we have so much fun stuff, so much fun content for you. Uh, and go check out the rest of the Canop Network. Uh, I believe that about does it. Zach, you got anything? No. Well, then that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Count Out Podcast.